I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Badil and Skinner's podcasts from South Africa. Thanks to Sony Ericsson, official mobile handset of the 2010 FIFA World Cup. So anyway, here we are in, uh, uh, it's a sort of a cold Thursday night in Johannesburg. Yeah, Traffic was terrible, but we've, we're here. But we're here in our shopping centre. For those of you who haven't heard the show before, we broadcast from a shopping centre in downtown Johannesburg. People looking at the window now, I can see someone staring at me as we speak. Well, not ex- it's not actually downtown. If we Is were in not? downtown Johannesburg, you wouldn't want to be sitting in a no, shop. No, it's on fire, window. obviously. Shop yeah. on fire. On fi- yeah. So um, we've heard, um, you can, by the way, you can text us on 8, 12, 15 at, any time you like would be lo- be lovely to hear from back home. Yeah, it'd be great. And um, we've already had emails. We had an email from Jim Campbell. Good, Jim Campbell, and he's got a good idea, Jim. Yeah, what's his idea? He said it just occurred to me this morning whilst listening to Bitty McLean. It keeps raining on YouTube. I don't know that that well. Bitty McLean. It keeps raining, but it sounds great. Yeah, instead of having an official World Cup song before the event. Would it be more commercially viable and philosophically realistic to have a World Cup song after the event? That's well, a good idea. It'd be more philosophically realistic, but almost definitely less commercially viable. I think. Well, I don't. Know. If you sold what? If you sold something now that was really laying into the England team, I think you'd sell millions. Such is the public mood. Hmm. So Delamitri's Scottish effort, "Don't Come Home Too Soon," naively had its feet in both camps. Yes. Were they onto something? Well, possibly. We had a bit of that with Three Lions. If you played Three Lions backwards, the, uh, the old song, it would end with Jimmy Hill saying, you're not, we're not creative enough and we're not positive enough. I've never tried that. No. I, find it I don't mean play it satanically backwards, obviously. What about, uh, couldn't we use Back Home? That would seem to fit this, yes. because they are Back Home. <laughs> yeah. We could bring home a verse that said Back Home in brackets before July. <laughs> yes, Back Home Too Soon. Or maybe Dan Hartman's Instant Replay. That's a good idea. Instant replay. I've got to have her. <laughs> I think he's talking about a new song, but I think some, some covers could work with the England squad singing along or possibly us, the fans, singing along I Hate You So Much Right Now by Kellis. I'm liking it. Idiot I'm Wind. Just, I'm, I'm, Do you know Idiot Wind by Bob Dylan? Oh, God, I thought yes. that might work. Uh, there's a song by Marilyn Manson called Nobody's. Which is a bit harsh, but I that think that's a bit harsh. And I think I thought I think it would work best was just if they re-released "On the Ball" by Anton Deck because it was rubbish. I think it would. Are suit. we allowed to say that? Yeah, about we can say our, about our that. Colleagues, one. I think in we football songed them. I think we could say it about that one. Okay, well, I'd go for Journey. Don't stop believing. What about that? What about uh-huh. that for a light of optimism yeah. among, amongst all the gloom? So anyway, if you've got any ideas for what should be our post World Cup song, um, just keep them to yourself. Will you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is. We've had loads of emails. We've had one email about some of you may have uh, been. Oh, there's a bloke with a moustache now staring at me, which is really going to put me off because it's a big old moustache. You'll be a German fan, don't worry about that. Um, This is about Frank had a plan. When we were in the competition, there was some talk of us tying Uh, the United States and having to draw lots. And Frank suggested a brilliant idea, which is that the two teams should have penalty shootouts wherever they are. They're in different stadiums, the two tying teams, but they should have penalty shootouts. And someone said, well, what? What goalie would they use? Well, the idea was if you got big, every stadium has big screens, yes. so you could have some life and some on the big screen. Yes, but you, you have to use a goalie. Yeah, and, so and I suggested we sent the third choice. It needn't be the third choice, but you pick one of the goalies and he goes off there. Yes. Yeah. So this has been sent uh, from David Steer, 
right? He's been worried about this, he says, uh, and he's been troubling for a week or so. Now, what about the catastrophic psychological effects this system would have on the losing reserve goalie? Would anyone from the team accompany him to the match? I really do hope so. This is, this is a good bit of writing, I think, because I cannot imagine a more lonely figure in sport than the <laughs> defeated keeper in a euphoric stadium stranded hundreds of miles from his teammates and fans. And then he makes a couple of suggestions for how he could be helped out of this. But it's a good point. Well, He's already quite depressed, Joe Hart, or whoever, at being the third choice. Yeah. Then he has to go all the way to wherever America are playing, and then if he loses... He takes his own life, surely. Well, yeah, well, think it through, though, because, first of all, he will have spent the last few days practising penalties because he'll know he's got this job lined up. So he'll, yeah. be, he'll be on top form. He won't go on his own. He'll be, you know, those sort of old blokes you've always seen <laughs> from the in tracksuits. <laughs> no, the ones in tracksuits who are knocking around the bench and you think, who is that? Yeah, but that would just depress him further, you some the, old bald bloke. You know the bloke who sort of puts the chewing gum out in the dressing room. He'd yes, go with he'd him. He'd go with him, yeah. And also, bear in mind, I think the other team's fans who'd be so bitter that they weren't going through, they'd stay and, and support Joe Hart, wouldn't they? No, they'd be cheering. Oh, the, the losing team's fans. Yeah, the fans. losing team's fans, I think, oh, would stay to so try and complex. put off. I think, I think that's a real spectacle and much better than drawing lots and all that nonsense. OK. Have we had any other emails? Oh, you, you know we have. <laughs> well, I just said it, as okay. if we hadn't. We've had one from Rob Ferber. Have we? I didn't, know, I didn't know we had one from him. Yeah, and he said something that's not been mentioned yet, but possibly another factor that may have disori- disorientated our players. It's claimed that water goes down the plug hole in the opposite direction in the Southern Hemisphere. Well, you say it's claimed. I've seen it happen. It myself. does happen. Was there enough preparation made on this score? Rooney, having a wet shave perhaps, could have fatally stared at that swirling water and subconsciously been thrown out of kilter. This we bring- need answers. Well, it could do. That brings to mind the Nike advert where he hasn't shaved for weeks and weeks and weeks. That's because he was confused yeah, about the water uh, well, in his caravan. Well, having written the future, of course, he shouldn't be shaving at the moment. But I like it as, a, as an excuse. If, I think that there's been some such fabulous excuses. If anyone is listening and they fancy texting us on 8.12.15, I'd love to, if you could come up with an excuse. I think the England team have been very worried about those 11 spies that have been found in America. That might be it that they're worried about the resumption of the Cold War. Or maybe they just think, because of that piece of news, it, it actually is 1966 and they would have won anyway. I'll tell, tell you what I do think. I think it's the national anthems is, is relevant. Well, I think I got very emotional before the Germany game when they played God Save the Queen. I, I was with you. I could feel your yeah, emotion. Yeah, because I was thinking, this. you know, let's face it, this, you know, I mean, God forbid, but this could well be the Queen's last World Cup. <laughs> And, and the players must have thought that. I think as that's well. what they were worried about. And also, Peter, Al- you know, it. Peter Alice, the golf commentator, yes. he'll be eighty-three in the next World Cup. When they played Deutschland Uber Alice, they had exactly the same. Really, pang! Oh, God so save if- Peter Alice. But Dale and Skinner's podcasts from South Africa. So we've had a few suggestions for an England song suitable to their demise. Uh, and this one is an interesting one from Tony. Just signs Tony. He says, "What about Ladies in Red?" By Chris de Berg. Oh. There's a couple of issues with that, isn't there? Firstly, it's not ladies, it's lady. <laughs> yeah, but so I you know have to redo mean. it. And also, it's a bit sexy. It's a bit sexy. It's because the England ladies are probably very good. Yeah. For all I know. So I'm not sure about that, but it's probably the, the, the best suggestion we've had. If you've got any other <laughs> I like that your way of getting out of the sexism is saying, the England ladies are probably very good, for all I know. Obviously, <laughs> I wouldn't have any yeah. interest in that. I don't go and watch them. <laughs> So there's been other, never mind about England, there's been all sorts of other teams and other news, and um, one thing that happened today was that the president of Nigeria, not the president of the Nigerian FA, the president of Nigeria, whose name fantastically is Good Luck Jonathan, 
Did you know that, Frank? I, I didn't. I didn't know it, but yeah. I, I love it. His name is actually Good Luck, Jonathan. Which makes me wonder if you wanted to wish him good luck. <laughs> Would you have to say good luck, good luck, Jonathan? <laughs> well, you'd have to say, you wouldn't call it by his surname. You'd just say good luck, good luck. Good you? luck, good luck. Yeah. yeah. Also, if he decided to give it up and become an actor, would he have to be called break a leg, Jonathan? <laughs> Presumably. Yeah. But uh, you, you didn't have much good luck, of course, Jonathan, because they, they didn't score or they were out of the World Cup with no points. Well, they, they played quite badly. They played yeah. quite badly. So he's decided, it's an interesting way of dealing with this that we haven't decide, decided to do in England, just to say that the team Nigeria will not play in international competition for two years. That's it. They're not going to play, and they're going to sort out. They're going to put their house in order. Well, he said that we're going to s- sit back and look inwards. <laughs> Is that what he said? It's <laughs> a contortionist as well. Good luck. <laughs> that sounds like bad luck to me. Do, I mean, if you th- do, we think that's a good idea. Is that what England should do? Just well, not play. I did have the idea that that maybe every player who played against Germany should be banned from ever playing for England again. But yeah. I'm over it now. That was an initial. I think. Good luck. He needs to let the, the situation cool. Yeah, I'd like that. Well, he's the president now. Can you imagine David Cameron <laughs> saying, "Yeah, we, that's it. Every player has to be banned." Yeah, a sort of a reverse what, version. Well of done, get- Cameron. <laughs> as he's done. <laughs> yeah, so, not in our house. Yes, that's true. So no, they might be uh, ejected by FIFA anyway, Nigeria, if they do this, which would be bad luck. Well, actually, it might be good luck considering <laughs> that they wouldn't have to play with the Jabalani anymore. When you say it'd be start. good luck, do you mean the president? Yes, I do. Don't, don't mix, mix those up. Um, and also, uh, in other foreign Can football, I say, this has is, this is unearthed something a bit difficult for me, the whole good, good luck thing. What well, do you remember I once sponsored a child in, in Africa? I do. What was he called? He was called Agreement Phineas. Yeah, I remember we had a picture of Agreement Phineas on yeah, our well, fridge. I which sent is... them some money and they sent me a picture of him. Yeah, and that was about as far as it went. Well, I forgot, basically. I basically forgot. And really? Then, and, and Yeah, and I'm, I'm moved and... yeah. Well, I didn't move, I just forgot. And I never sent him any more money. Yeah, yeah. But he drew up an agreement later on that you wouldn't have to pay. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I, but I, I, just the, the name has uh, uh, set me on edge. He'll be, fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, agreement fitness. Uh, Ronaldo spat at the camera, or did he? There's some confusion about it. He spat in the general direction of the camera, which was enough for the sun to say he was in a world of shame. Yeah. <laughs> a world of He's shame. in a world of phlegm, that's what he's he in. He was, he was. Well, I, I respect him for it in a way, because I don't know about you, but I've never really been able to do projectile spitting. No, me neither. It just goes on my chin. Yeah. <laughs> it does, I'm, I know it's very sort of wimpy of me. I don't, don't I? but in the old days, when footballers used to spit, all the time they used to do nostril jets. Oh, it was, don't mention that. It was the thing in the seventies, and now they don't do it so much. Don't they spit as much? I think they still spit well, a lot. I have no idea. And actually, if you want to email about that, this, if you're a medical person or perhaps an athlete, why do footballers feel the need to spit? Why is their saliva suddenly unpalatable well, like, in the I, middle of a game? I know because I'm not a great sportsman, but when I have got you know exhausted at running and stuff, I never ever spit. You never see marathon runners. Spit, no, I'm normally too tired after running to spit. That, would, that would do me. I don't see him spitting at Wimbledon and, and no. stuff. No, well, that's a gentleman's game, you see. I, th- I wonder if it's considered to be macho or kind of cool in some way. But well, surely only for very young people. Renal- he's, he's a strange character. Do you remember when he had that car crash? He wrote off his sports car in Manchester. Ronaldo. It was, it was a re- yeah, it was a really terrible crash. And he, he walked away completely uninjured. Perhaps the only time he's ever walked away... 
from anything. <laughs> yeah. And it was a major cargo. Oh, no, he lay on the ground for ages, calling no, for the did, stretchers. This is the one time he didn't, though. <laughs> really? He could brush his sleeve in a game, yeah. and, he, and he'd fall over. But in this one... I, and he, yeah, he, but remember, there was no, no, no other car involved. He drove into a wall. Basically. There was no other car involved. It's very like when he falls over. I think he, was doing, I think he was doing step-overs on the brake. Yeah, possibly. Not actually hitting me. But Deal and Skinner's podcasts from South Africa. Thanks to Sony Ericsson, official mobile handset of the 2010 FIFA World Cup. That's Lenny Kravitz. Are you going to go my way? Hmm. I went out with someone who he chatted up um, while I was going out with her. Yeah? How did, it, did, did he cop off? Or well, not according to her. Hmm. He smells a bit, she said. I mean, yeah. it might have just been you that night. You can't say that Can about, about Lenny Kravitz. He'll be on the line to Absolute Radio suing them. Oh, no, we've already had a green and Phineas on the line. <laughs> yeah. for back pay. <laughs> yeah, say, don't say I smell. Um, so, yes. So England. there was a lot of stuff about England in the papers, and the, the papers are doing this thing at the moment whereby the England team are not allowed to do anything except look a bit sad. <laughs> yeah. That's really what they're supposed to do. They're not allowed to laugh, they're not allowed really to eat and drink. They can't even smoke a cigar. They can't smoke a cigar. And they were spotted doing exactly that under the headline, Are You Havana Laugh? In the sun, with a fabulous kind of blurry picture, which I have in front of me, of the England team at their hotel after the game. And what I love is that they've put little eye-deads of who this, who, who they are, Sean Wright Phillips, Jermaine Defoe, and rather brilliantly Michael Dawson and Stephen Warnock, because I'd have no idea yeah. without these things. I wouldn't know them if it was in HD. <laughs> Absolutely not. And then they've put beer beer lit cigar ice bucket for bottle of booze <laughs> they've put and um i am it, surprised that aaron lennon um smokes cigars like he doesn't seem the type at all no not he at should all. have seen the camera as well but as usual he didn't look up <laughs> good one <laughs> England's football flops relax it says just hours after humiliating world cup exit with beers and and in capitals they've put a cigar <laughs> in capitals. that's well, it's too much it. It is far too much. Um, I do associate a cigar with celebration, though. I must yeah, well, admit. I suppose that's the well, idea. Actually, I mainly associate it with terrible human beings, but also with celebration. Well, I think this ice bucket for Bot it could be for injuries, for all I know. Yeah, it could be for Ledley King's knee. <laughs> it could knee. be for Ledley King's knee that he was kneeling in. But uh, they're, they're obviously very annoyed the sun there wasn't actually a champagne bottle, because what they want is all these cele- celebratory things that they shouldn't be having. Um, but the picture, which was haplessly sent by Ledley King to his pals, apparently, using his Blackberry Messenger... What, accidentally sent? Uh, haplessly, meaning he's a fool. Oh, okay. sent it. Uh, with feet on the tables, the group looked remarkably relaxed at their HQ, despite not even coming close to lifting the tournament's well, glittering Well, most of them are in traction. That's why they got their feet <laughs> up, isn't it? Yeah. Beside them, beer bottles nestle on the table, while an ice bucket for wine or champagne can also be seen. I like this. One disgusted fan yesterday leaked the picture to the sun after being shocked by the team's apparent carefree attitude, brackets, after <laughs> finding out the sun would pay 250 quid. We don't know that the picture. sun have paid, I should point out. Yeah. Uh, he says, he says, this bloke, this disgusted fan, says, at the least after that god-awful performance, we expected the team to be embarrassed and reflect on how they let us all down. Now, this is presumably what they want, a shot of them reflecting. On yes. how they, and how would that look, exactly? Blurry shots of them with their hands on their heads, perhaps looking down. Well, they need to lean back and look inwards, like, as <laughs> like, suggested by, good luck, by good luck Jonathan. Yeah. It says, it said just hours after the match, they're in the bar with a cigar and beers. 
it's enough to make you sick, which is true about a cigar. And beers. Yeah. In my experience. It could make you sick. The sun continues. The squad arrived home at dawn, touching down at London's Heathrow Airport, where they dodged fans. Their low-key arrival was greeted fittingly by a downpour, as predicted by the sun's front page. The front page of the sun congratulated themselves on their own weather forecast. <laughs> I mean, this is a newspaper that has access, I believe, to weather forecasting. So it's, it's, gone, uh, it's gone a bit far now, hasn't it? It's, I think, yeah. It's, Ashley uh, Cole is getting death threats and all that on, his, on his website. And yes, all I that. think that's probably every he day, said he, isn't he it? He said he hated England and the people, yes. which is a commonly held view throughout the world, we he should does. say, he not can, normally in England. He could have meant the newspaper, the people. Does he include the 8 to 10% of the people who he's having a physical relationship with? I think with? he really yeah. hates them. Does because he? they go to the press all the time. Yeah, and he probably holds them in It's a weird account. status update. That's what it actually was. It was a sort of status update on his Blackberry. Ash hates England and the, the people, essentially. Really, it's a sort of update you might find on Osama Bin Laden's status page, isn't it? I suppose so. More, yeah. It's sort of a fundamental. I'd update. say at the moment he's slightly more popular than Ashley Cole. Yeah, slightly. <laughs> Oh dear. I think it's time maybe to start saying, look, it's not their fault, they weren't that good. Yes. I mean, there, there are lots of pictures of them on holiday now, so that's a problem, because on holiday one is normally enjoying oneself, even with Christine Blakely. And so... Well, Frank Lampard and Christine Blakely had their first public kiss. Did they really? Yeah. Mm. And that was all. This time he didn't cross the line. We've had a lot of emails, uh, both about the excuses that England should use and about the songs that fit them. The excuses, probably everyone has just said they were rubbish. Oh. Almost to a man and woman. People really aren't over it yet. Yeah, they? but the song that Yvonne suggests I quite like is Madness is You're an Embarrassment. Oh. And, and the reason I like that is the idea that they could make a video and all do the nutty dance yeah. to it. But the team. They're on holiday. Team, the squad could get together and they could lean on each other and do the walk all too weird and embarrassment. <laughs> That'd be fabulous. If only they embraced it like that, exactly. I think I'd be alright with it. Thomas Muller, who plays for... He hasn't uh, texted in, by the way. No, he plays for Germany. No, but he's not much of a texter. That's my guess. Mm. He, uh, he said it, it, that our problem is we've got too many alpha males. He had a go, didn't he, Thomas Muller? Yes. Well, he said too many alpha males. Too many alpha males, which I suppose means... Well, it usually means macho men. I just thought we haven't got enough of those in the England we, Well, we have a lot of standout m- people who are quite big personalities, but not, not other males on the pitch. No, no. And he said it's hard for them to row in the same direction. Really? No, he, they've had plenty of oars, most of them. <laughs> yeah. Hey. He also said, he said, uh, you don't only need chiefs, you also need a few Indians. I mean, I'm, I'm presuming he means Native Americans, can I say to anyone He's who's terribly listening. idiomatic for a German speaker, isn't he? These are all strange English expressions, chiefs and Indians, and rowing in the same direction. Well, the whole point, I think, is... Um, can I just say that, he, he's a bit of an alpha male himself, Thomas Willock, because you've got to be an alpha male to make all those fruit corners. Haven't you? Uh, well, I don't know. I'd see you as quite a sensitive person. <laughs> Do you? Oh, the assembly of that tiny crumbly bit. Uh, possibly. You're right. You don't, want a, you don't want a heavy hand with that kind of work, I find. Yeah. Otherwise, the whole thing will come down like a house of cards. Yeah, um, so I think... I don't know about it. I, I, I think it may be time to lay off them a bit. You know, they... We've had a break, haven't we? We went, we went on safari. Well, we went, we saw a lot of alpha males on safari. Yeah, Not, but, you know, they were baboons. They, well, yeah, but they were a bit like the England team in well, that respect. Well, the silly I, monkeys, uh, yeah. is what I'm saying. That, that'd be, that's what we want to see as a headline. Yeah. We get beat by Germany 4 1, the Daily Mail headline, the silly monkeys. <laughs> the silly monkeys, <laughs> cheeky. Uh, no, but we Better luck next time. Yeah, that's that's that, the headline I want to see. That's what we should song. have. There were, uh, it, was a, it was an interesting experience going on safari. It was our little time off from football, wasn't it? And I'll, to be honest with you, I love football, as you know. Mm. But I, I, I didn't mind a day off. 
Yeah, finally. In fact, we yeah. saw, at one point we saw three lions eating a dead elephant, and no football puns ensued. That shows yeah. just how beaten down we yeah. were. Although, having said that, when we arrived, I remember saying, are we going to see the big game, and then almost instantly watch Spain versus Portugal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was a bit wrong. Uh, also, we did see some alpha males. At one point, we saw a, a sable antelope, which is very rare, and our guide said, uh, he had sort of 12 females around, he said, look at its majestic horns, and I thought, well, it's hardly surprising no. with 12 females around it. Yes, it was, it was, a, it was a special experience. Yeah. I mean, we're having a great time in South Africa. Uh, it's just like when we had a great time in Germany at the last World Cup. Only England spoiled it. Everything yes. else was, was Well, on that note, we've had, a, we've had one last email which I thought I wanted to read you, which was about, we've talked about the subversive messages in the Nike Write the Future advert, and we, lots of people have noticed now that uh, people in that advert have had a cursed World Cup. Yeah, a lot of them haven't done that well, yeah. but we were, uh, we were very, I still think that the, the, the bit where Wayne Rooney embraces the Queen is a suggestion that, the, you know. We thought there were even deeper messages, because there's Ronaldo's wink and all sorts of yeah. things. Uh, and then uh, someone has written in, uh, Mr. Larry Sanders Joe, which is probably not his real I name. I think he's written in before. Has he? Well, I love that. I love it that people uh, feel part yeah, of He's keeping going. Team. He says, read the subversive messages. Uh, since it has been reported that the end of England's golden generation is looming, perhaps the scene where rows of infants called Wayne pack the nation's maternity wards is suggesting that England's football future is likely to be waning, or indeed, on the way, oh, would probably have been better. Yeah. That's clever. It is clever. It's almost definitely not an intended message in the Nike Right the Future ad. Well, who knows? Well, who knows these people? Let's not write anything off at this mm. day. Mm. Yeah, well, not the it. Germans, certainly. No, don't write them off. Yeah. Oh, let's write them off. Can't Can we? we? Shall we? Yeah. Argentina are going to beat them. That's it, we've done it. Uh, that's it, we've written off the Germans. Yeah. No. When we were on safari, there was a, a German bloke there who... Um, who never spoke hardly for the whole thing. Yeah, but he had an incredible German certainty. I said, are Germany going to win on Saturday? He went, yeah. Nothing. That, that was it. it. Yeah. That was it, yeah. yeah. But, um, I, I kind of wanted them to win just for him because I liked his dull silence. <laughs> yeah. I loved him for that. Um, are we going? Um, I, well, you see, they want me to end exactly on 7.52.47, and I take that can, as a challenge. Can you do that? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, so tell us a funny football joke. Well, me? <laughs> I'm just thinking it. You know that bit when Brian Moore said to. Uh, oh, by the way, our next uh, brand new podcast will be available from Sunday morning. But Dean and Skinner's podcasts from South Africa. Thanks to Sony Ericsson, official mobile handset of the 2010 FIFA World Cup.